The following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. All right. And we are live here on Dirty Mo Live, Dirty Mo Media from the Bojangle Studios. Dirty Mo, North Carolina. I don't know. In Dirty Mo, <laughs> North Carolina. Um, how y'all doing? This is... Uh, this is this is becoming our oh thing. Gosh. Oh Who's god! Who's got the volume on the TV? We forgot to because we have first the TV rule of up. Streaming. The, we have the TV up so we can read your guys' comments, and uh, we didn't mute it. Sorry, I was focused on my beer. This is a beer toast. Congrats for man. Justin Allgaier, most popular Xfinity driver. That's right. Yeah, it's because of this show. Because actually. of us. It's def- It's a hundred. Not any of his on track or off track. You know humanity stuff that he does it's all because he came on here and spilled that celsius everybody was like man of people you're like man i've spilled something before yep i know how that feels i can like. relate yeah. justin all guy voting was also closed by the time that yeah, he even yeah. came on. we're it also was. uh late in the show we have something to talk about that was in uh relation to that party foul yeah we have we have a couple yeah. things to talk about um but that will be for later so double stick up. around for that we've got some Minor. Wait, is it Double O's birthday? It's I, not. I wanted to know if it was. Double O. Happy birthday. Double O, when is birthday. your birthday? Yeah, we'll have to find out. Um, but we're here to talk about the TV deal. Yep. Being, I mean, that's what we were waiting on for so long was, when's this TV deal going to come out? What's it going to look like? Who are going to be the players involved? And we have some answers for that now. Uh, it is going to be Fox taking over the first 14 Correct. races of the season. Yep. Point races, folks. Point, Point races. races. Yes. So the Clash, the All-Star race, that kind of stuff doesn't count. That's right. on Fox also. Yes. Then we go to Amazon. Amazon Prime. Yes. For five which races. Which is for five races, which is brand new. New partner that we've we've never had in NASCAR before. TNT then takes over the next five races. And then we finish the final 14 Races of the year off, as we have done on NBC. So, um, we want to know what you guys think in the chat here uh, about that TV deal. We're going to discuss it. We're going to bring on uh, someone who knows a lot about it, who's been watching this, who's been covering this since the rumblings of the TV deal have started. Adam Stern from Sports Business Journal will be calling in to talk all about it. Yep. But Also, uh, we forgot uh, Slim Jim uh, reminded uh, practice and qualifying will be able to be watched all year long. First half, Amazon. Second half is on Max. Right. So yeah. that's also. I didn't know that. Yes. Wait, oh, so really? like even during the Fox yes. portion? You can so go to Amazon and watch yep. practice and qualifying. Wow. Yep. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yep. I didn't know that part. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for that. I mean, I, I enjoy myself a good qualifying session and. You know, to find that all in one place, you know, even though it's split halfway through the year, uh, you know, being that I already have Amazon Prime, I'll be excited to just tune into that. Uh, raw reactions you guys had when uh, the news broke just a few days ago. What you got? No, I'm happy for NASCAR and the sport. I think it's, I think it's a big step forward. I don't think it's a, a step. I think it's a big step. Yeah. yeah. Like, go look at what ESPN pays for F1. Yeah. And go look at what these, these networks just paid NASCAR. Uh, I think people like to think that F1 is, you know, this big thing, which it is. But in NASCAR, sometimes gets a knock. But I think this shows seven. If the numbers are right, seven point seven billion dollars, one point one each year. It's a lot of money. The thing I'm taking away from it is, you know, it wasn't that long ago when there was the rumors of how long is NASCAR going to be around. You know, like I remember that being a fan for as long as I've been a fan, and. Looking at the $7.7 billion deal with some of the biggest players in the TV and streaming market, um, 
coming to be a part of it, I think you can't be anything but happy for NASCAR as a whole. Um, I think that, you know, people have said some things about, you know, oh, we're going to have to find different channels and so on and so forth. But I really think that this is a big win for the NASCAR community um, as a whole. So Also, uh, Xfinity all on CW, Trex, FS1. All, all on FS1. But... I um uh, I just got a text from our buddy Adam Stern. Oh, uh, he says he's ready to he's ready to jump on in. Let's I think do it. Alex is uh getting him in the waiting room, <laughs> aka getting AKA him, on the getting horn. it all set set up on our uh, audio boards here. But uh, we're gonna get Adam Stern in here. It looks like in a second. Um, I think I think we got him, Adam. We got you. Maybe. Maybe not. Hold on. <laughs> We're going to wait for a thumbs up from our producer, Alex. He said, yep, I think so. Do we got you, Adam? Oh, oh, we're still missing. Oh no. oh no, man! And we we practiced this technology. We yeah, tested it yeah, all we, out like, before. We were here yeah. early. Like we could have went early today. That's how like ahead we yeah. were. Yeah. Uh, well, while we wait for Adam to get in the room, and uh, Adam, if you're there, just uh, yeah, just, yell just at us. let us know we're here. Let us know. Um, I think it's, and I've, I saw a few comments in the chat here about Amazon Prime, and uh, I mean, that's going to be the first kind of subscription-based program right. that you're going to have. It's the first streaming service, right. exactly. the exclusive streaming service, so there's no TV, there's no, uh, you know, there's no like TV channel or like show coming on after, right? It's mm -hmm. just like... Uh, a TV. Yeah, there's it's, there's it's no rush. Like if right. it's if it's four fifty five and the race ends, it's not like they got to get out at five because right. they got other stuff coming on. Like that is a great point. Yeah. So there's no like uh, like Travis said earlier. They're not to television rules. There's no there's no reruns of NCIS so, coming on after. Case in point, when Denny when Denny wins, but then there's a fight between Ross and Noah. They can cover it all. They're not like. Trying to like they're not pressed for time yeah. to make a window, or it's like, hey, switch over to X network because we have, you know, something else coming on. Yeah, I see. There's two comments here. I want to yes. I want to touch on. First of all, we've hit the Cup series, but then the Xfinity series has the CW, right? Which will be all season long, yep. right? Um, which leads me to our comment from <coughs> right above that. Master of Light twenty four, big DBC fan. It's like any predictions on who could be in the booth for. CW, TNT, Amazon Prime. I mean, there's a lot of sp uh, spots to fill, and I think we have Adam here. Let me know if we do. Oh, oh I can hear him. He's low. Bit of something. Adam, Wait thank for you for it. being patient, Wait, working through our technical. I heard of something. Technical. This uh, is, you know, and this is what the show is for. You know, like just to have fun and sometimes stuff isn't always going to work out perfectly. That's why it's live. Yeah. It's Dirty Mo Live. We, all right, so. Adam, I think we got you. No. I'll just start <laughs> doing my Adam. I've never heard Adam talk, but I'll do my impression. Um, um, well, as far as who we think is going to end up on each one, I mean, obviously, I think the formula kind of goes of, like, driver, you know, play-by-play -play guy, whoever. Um, and, and there's other people in the booth, like Steve is the crew chief and Larry, Mac Larry Mack is the crew chief mm -hmm. on that side. So who do we think uh, – who do we think would go towards one? And not who do we think, but who do we think could be good people? Well, for I, I, this was my un first reaction was from Double O commented Alan Bestwick. Like, he has to come back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It, either for one of the three networks that's new, like, it, that has to be someone who, 
uh, is going to make a return in the booth. And uh, we know nothing, right. but uh, you would think that that would be one of the guys that um, that would be yeah. worth, worth doing. So, Definitely. All right, Tim's going to give me the point. We're going to try Adam one more time here. Oh, oh, I hear something. Adam, I think we got you. I can hear Adam, you there. Hey, I got you. Oh, oh we did it. <laughs> hey, thank you for uh, thanks for being patient while we work through those technical difficulties. We were literally like doing test calls right before we went live. We're like, all right, we're good, and then the technology decided to not cooperate with us. Yeah. But uh, thanks for uh, thanks for jumping on. And uh, how you doing, man? Doing great, absolutely. Yeah, no problem at all. Uh, so we're we're talking all about this new TV deal. I know you guys at SBJ have been covering this uh, pretty in depth. We were talking about our first reactions with it. What was your first reaction to? I mean, you probably knew the news before it was actually broken, but like initial thoughts on on how this whole TV deal ended up working out. Yeah, absolutely. I think the initial thought is that NASCAR pulled it off. Um, you know, it took them longer than they were expecting. Uh, but at the end of the day, they were able to deliver a deal that certainly, you know, there's some things that need to be delved into a little bit deeper and we can talk about that. Um, you know, there's some people in the industry who will always say, Hey, maybe this could have been better A, B, C, D, or maybe this is something to watch out for. That's not quite as rosy as the way it was made out to sound. So we can talk about some of those potential concerns, but overall, uh, you know, NASCAR was able to deliver a huge media deal that, you know, going off of the numbers that we're hearing, um, you know, it's less total money than what they got last time in terms of last time it was $8.2 billion, but that was over 10 years. So last time they got 820 million average annual value. This time it's 7.7 .7 billion over seven years. So almost the same amount that they got over 10 years, they'll get now over seven. Um, and therefore, the average annual value is $1.1 billion, and, and that's a higher amount. So theoretically, they can now take this and, you know, to kind of use the government, uh, you know, uh, economic term, they can redistribute it. Um, you know, kind of that's what you do, you do in sports, right? Like this isn't just pure government and citizens. This is sports, a sports league. So you know, we see this in stick and ball leagues where revenue is shared uh, in, in a lot of ways amongst, you know, the teams. Um, uh, and those are the franchises that own the league. This is a little different because the NASCAR teams don't own NASCAR. So it's not quite a stick and ball league. Right. Um, but nonetheless, you know, as we know, the, the league and the teams have been working closer together in recent years. Teams have been asking for more money under this new deal. Well, NASCAR got more money on an average annual value than they were previously getting. And that was no small thing. That was no sure thing. There's kind of this thought that, hey, sports is like the one place where money grows on trees and, you know, um, the values are just going to continue to escalate no matter what until the end of time. Not necessarily true. Uh, you know, the media companies right now, just within the last year, have started to come over, come under a lot of significant pressure in different ways. Um, investors are looking for them to be more profitable. And so, you know, you look at what happened with like the Pac-12, for example, mm -hmm. the Pac-12 collapsed in college sports in an unbelievable historic development in no small part because media companies were not spending as much as they had been in, pre in recent years. And, and that led to a disaster for them. So, um, 
you know, you also look at like WWE's recent media rights deal. Uh, they didn't get quite the size of the increase that some of their investors were hoping for, which caused the WWE stock to tank a little bit. And and that was like another example of, of a potential canary in a coal mine, a warning sign that the sports media rights bubble could pop soon or at least, you know, get closer to that point than many thought might be the case a couple of years ago. And so NASCAR had to negotiate its deal amidst all this. And that's not easy. And that's part of why it took longer than they were hoping for. But at the end of the day, they were able to get this $1.1 billion AAV average annual value that will hopefully set them up to strike a deal with their team and avoid, you know, a mass kind of labor disruption or, or huge issue like we've seen in some other sports. So um, then you talk about the fact, of course, that, you know, some of these companies now will promote NASCAR when they previously haven't been. Things like Bleacher Report, we yeah. can talk about that as well. Yeah. Um, you know, Amazon now promoting NASCAR. It's never done that before. That's one of the richest companies in the world. Yeah. Uh, they, of course, run Prime Video, which has over 100 million subscribers of people who are, you know, quite often younger, more technologically savvy, etc. So there's a lot of elements and things to, to say, hey, NASCAR did a pretty good job here. Um, but there's also still some things that we can dive into that that there are concerns as well. You know, there's going to be less races on network TV. Um, NASCAR's production costs are probably going to go up a little bit because they're going to have their big new production facility. Uh -huh. So if their costs are going up, then that would potentially affect the overall business deal. Even if your revenue is going up, if your costs are also going up, then you might be getting less profit than if it was just your revenue was going up, but your costs were the same. So there's some things to dive into that teams and, and some industry folks are still wondering about and saying, hey, is this as great of a deal as it's being made out to seem? But overall, uh, it's hard to say that this is a bad deal for a NASCAR. Overall, it seems like it's a pretty good deal. Yeah, I'd agree. What concern does NASCAR have with this deal? We saw the ratings this past year. Is there a concern with them moving to so many different platforms that the ratings could take another uh, potential hit? I think it has to be a major concern and, and um, you know, basically, ultimately, it's kind of like a pick your poison situation, whereas, you know, could NASCAR have done a deal where all of their races would have stayed on Fox and NBC and, you know, Fox Sports and NBC Sports and, and a bigger percentage of them would have been on Fox and, you know, the big Fox channel, the big NBC channel. They could have probably done that. It likely would have resulted in less money. Mm. Um, you know, and so that's usually what these situations come down to. You look at, for example, MLS, MLS took a big deal with Apple to put all of their, almost all of their games behind, you know, Apple TVs, right. uh, oh, know, yeah. paywall. And they did that in no small part because that was the most money they could get. And they had to deliver for their industry, their industry you know, is expecting to be a growing business and they don't. And one, uh, you know, one of the most important ways to be a growing business in sports is to have growing media rights revenue. And so I think it was a similar situation with NASCAR where, look, of course, on one hand, they also want to be on Amazon Prime um, to kind of get ready for the future because they don't know exactly what's going to happen with the future of TV. Um, you know, cable subscriber numbers are dropping precipitously every mm -hmm. quarter. It feels like they're dropping a couple per a couple percentages. Um, a couple percentage points, which is which is a huge drop, and you know, so it's it, it, partially they did this to spread their eggs into multiple baskets, um, but also part of it was to to get more money. 
and and to make sure that they could deliver more money for their industry at a time when their teams are saying hey we need more money we're we're not profitable currently so it was kind of a pick your poison situation because they needed to get more money but to get the maximum amount of money that they could get they had to do a deal in part that you know is going to see them have less races on network tv i mean even when you look at the deal with warner brothers discovery those races are going to be simulcast not just on max streaming br yeah. sports tier also on tnt but tnt is is cable it's not uh you know a, a free-to-air channel you have to have a cable subscription so um you know the number of races that are going down from that that have been on network that is something that teams are concerned about because they're gonna the ratings will theoretically probably be lower uh the the hope is that they're not that much lower but they're they're probably not going to be higher to start so uh, it's definitely a concern and something that I'm already hearing about from teams. But again, NASCAR is in a tough situation because they had to deliver more money as well. And, and clearly, if they went this route, that's a good indication that that's because they had to go this route to, to deliver more money for their industry. That's interesting. You talk about the, you know, shift from cable television to streaming uh, since we've been live on YouTube, especially since you've been talking about that. That seems to be a lot of the comments we're having on YouTube right now is concern over Amazon Prime saying, we have fans saying, well, hey, I don't have Amazon Prime. I don't have access to it. You know, what kind of impact would that look like? Because this is a first for NASCAR of going to a streaming exclusive program that's not simulcast anywhere else but that program of, of Amazon yeah it's a huge step i mean uh in speaking with nascar president steve phelps a couple of days ago as they were getting ready to announce this he said that the data they've seen is that a significant portion of their fan base has amazon prime mm. um and, and prime videos so nascar is saying that they have seen internal data to show them that this move makes sense um you know one thing we know is that not, and, and this is something that seemed intuitive but was also confirmed by Phelps, which is that they have been keeping their eye on what Amazon Prime Video did with Thursday Night Football in the NFL. And, you know, while the ratings maybe have been a little bit softer this year, um, overall, the NFL's ratings have been pretty impressive in terms of what they were previously getting for similar games on TV and now looking at what they're getting on strictly these exclude this exclusive streaming service uh you know amazon prime video hmm. the numbers at times have been you know 50 60 i think maybe at the absolute peak maybe 70 75 percent of what they used to get on tv so you know it's not like their ratings have gone from 100 to zero i mean they've gone from 100 percent to, to 50 percent or 60 percent so you know the numbers have definitely dropped uh from uh, what the NFL used to get in terms of what their games are now getting on Amazon Prime Video, but it's not dropped more than 50%. I mean, they are still getting millions and millions, and you know, qu quite often close to 10 million in their case uh, of people watching, you know, Thursday Night Football exclusively streaming. And that's a gigantic number yeah. of people exclusively streaming an event digitally. Like, that's a huge, huge number. So that's given NASCAR a lot of confidence that this can be done, both in terms of Amazon's technological capabilities and know-how and and their bandwidth but also you know the fact that there's so many people that subscribe to it that are sports fans um 
you know, they have over a hundred million people, I believe well over a hundred million people that are, that are subscribed to this. So, you know, when you look at the cable universe, that has dropped to under a hundred million. Like the amount of people in the U S who are cable subscribers, I believe is now around 65, 70 million people. That was over a hundred million. Not, that number was over a hundred million just five, 10 years ago. So, you know, I think NASCAR definitely sees this as a risk and they understand it's a risk that they're going to do this for the first time, but they see this as the proper time to take the gamble. We're kind of in this in-between phase where maybe by the 2030s, streaming is going to become like the most important medium, but it's not there yet. Cable and TV still remain very important. Look at the NFL, like, you know, how many, you know, as much as the NFL is experimenting with streaming, the majority of their games are still on over the air free TV or ESPN cable. So, you know, it, cable and TV still remain highly profitable. They still remain a medium that a lot of people use, most people use in certain ways, but there's these cord cutters and cord nevers, people who don't have cable, and the number of those people are rising. And as that number rises, you know, every sport is having to confront that. And, and NASCAR feels like this is the time for them to take this calculated gamble. But it's going to be fascinating to see. I mean, you can even see comments on Twitter X, et cetera, already where people are saying, well, I'm not going to get prime video for those five races. And if I don't watch those five races, I might just not watch the entire season. Now, that's probably a little bit of saltiness and, and pouting as, right. as this deal gets announced and people uh, go through and kind of understand this. But it, it will be something to keep an eye on. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And, you know, like you said before, Amazon is a powerhouse in, in the world right now. I mean, it's, you know, there should be kind of a, a, a winning feeling to having someone as important in the media world as them wanting to buy into our sport. Um, and, and so while it could be a little bit tricky to navigate between, you know, the, the streams and the channels and however, um, it's not that much different than it was forever ago when you used to have to go to the TV guide and figure out was it on ESPN or was it on you know, TNT or CBS. Um, so I definitely think that, you know, there's some hiccups that are going to come along, but uh, we're going to see a huge investment in the future, I think, of, um, like I said, some big players at the table. The one question I had for you, Adam, is um, this is going to start in 2025. And so with that being said, the NASCAR schedule next year, if it was this year, uh, Amazon would get like Sonoma, you know, Gateway, Iowa, New Hampshire, Nashville, are they asking for a more marquee race? Like, do they want a more marquee uh, track like Daytona or Bristol? Do you think those kind of negotiations are going to be going on and affect the schedule in 2025? Well, I mean, it seems like they've already kind of determined, you know, largely, I guess. how. I mean, to, to your point, it, it will be interesting to see how much. Because, of course, you're right. We only know 2024 schedule at this point. This deal doesn't start till 2025. I mean, but there are certain things we already know. I mean, like, for example, there had been rumblings during this process in recent years that NBC wanted the Daytona 500. Mm. And, and that didn't happen. You know, it, it appears like Fox and, and there were kind of rumblings that Fox said at the time, like, hey, you know, either we keep the Daytona 500 or we're out. So. Um, it'd be interesting to talk to them and see exactly what, what kind of got said there. But th those were some of the rumors that happened in recent years um, as these deals were getting negotiated. Clearly, we know that, you know, Fox is going to remain with the first 14 races of the season and, and Daytona. So, you know, in certain way, and, and we know uh, NBC is going to keep the end. So they're going to keep the championship race. So some of those things have, have somewhat already appear, apparently been determined and, 
and some of those things are going to remain the same. But yeah, I mean, you're right. Of course, um, with Fox having the first 14 races of the season, then Amazon getting the next five, and then Warner Brothers discovering in the next five, how much they'll be pushing to have some of those, you know, how much Amazon will be pushing to say, hey, races 15 through uh, 19, we think, uh, you know, we want to have the Chicago street race or something like that. That, yeah. that will be something to really right. keep an eye on. So right. um, that, that will be really interesting to see. I would imagine, of course, they have some time to figure that out because they have, you know, a, a year basically to, to get that sorted or maybe not quite a year, but a little bit less. So, yeah, I think that will be something that really will be interesting to see, um, you know, what kind of races they're able to kind of convince NASCAR that should go on TNT and, and Max or, or Amazon and whatnot. I'm sure some of that horse trading will start going on pretty soon. I know that uh, the teams were hoping to get the charter deals done before this. One, does this help them with that deal? And then also, where does that na stand with NASCAR and the charter deals getting done? Yeah, I mean, it definitely, it like, I mean, there's been some reaction from some folks on the team side that said, hey, maybe uh, this would have been nice to be a little bit of a bigger deal. Um, or, you know, it, it would have been nice to not have quite as many races going away from being on broadcast. So, you know, I think there's some reservations on the team side. It's not like everyone from the team side has been absolutely saying, you know, head over heels happy. But I think there's also a little bit of uh, maybe um, unrealistic kind of projections by folks on the team. So, I mean, one thing you got to keep in mind is NASCAR's ratings have indeed, unfortunately, dropped by 50% or, or maybe even higher since the last time they negotiated this deal in 2013. So if you think about it, it's actually quite impressive that your ratings could drop by 50 to 60%, and yet you still get a 40% increase in the rights. So, um, you know, I think... Did, did teams wish that maybe NASCAR was getting more like 1.3 billion or 1.4 billion, something like that? Sure, they do wish that. You know, some of them do because then it would be easier for them to get more money from NASCAR uh, in their upcoming negotiations. But I think most team executives, you know, feel like anywhere from NASCAR did a good job or at least they did a good enough job. Um, and and yeah, it does set teams up to to get more money. I mean, NASCAR has now announced you know, essentially to the world uh, that they've gotten more money under the under this next deal. And they've acknowledged, of course, publicly, even just as recently as this week with Steve Phelps, their president, that the teams are not profitable by and large. So mm. I definitely think this sets them up for, for, you know, better in terms of teams are now, you know, well-suited to say, hey, we deserve, you got the extra money and, and we now we need that passed on to us. But at the same time, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a smooth road in these negotiations. Uh, I was just speaking to someone earlier today who's pretty familiar with, you know, teams' thoughts. And, you know, I asked them, is this deal going to get done with the teams by the Daytona 500? And, and their answer was no, not necessarily. Um, so, uh, I, you know, I think there's um, a level from there, there's some teams already in NASCAR who feel like they're getting offered at least the outlines they've seen from NASCAR, they feel like they're pretty good, but there's going to be a couple holdouts and there's going to be a couple teams that are going to be pushing for, for better than what NASCAR is probably going to offer up right away. And then you've got the element of the charters as well. Exactly what happens there. Do they become permanent? It, we could see a situation kind of like a middle ground where there's maybe like an, an auto renewal for char charters where they're not permanent, but 
as long as teams kind of fulfill certain things that are laid out, then they'll automatically renew every so often. So we have to see what happens there. But I do think this deal sets the teams up to eventually get a deal done with NASCAR. But it'll be really interesting to see how hard they push in the meantime. And, you know, do I expect, you know, a live golf situation where there's going to be some rival league started up? Like, I'm not expecting that. I do think ultimately we're likely to see the sides come together and, and find a deal. But it's not necessarily going to be smooth. And we could even see teams pull, you know, some stunts in the meantime, some some stuff to kind of make NASCAR a little bit uncomfortable as teams make clear that they don't feel they're getting exactly what they deserve. So I do think that ultimately this helps set up a, a new charter agreement, but there's going to be a, a lot of negotiations in the meantime, and it might not be entirely smooth. Man, I think all that's fascinating. Uh, Adam, thanks for taking some time out of uh, your busy day to uh, talk to us about this TV deal, charters, the future of NASCAR. Uh, I mean, I I learned a lot. I'm sure you guys did too. Um, So uh, I appreciate it, man. It was good to hear from you. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks, Thanks, Adam. Adam. All right. That was Adam Stern. I mean, he's uh, one of my go-to Twitter accounts when I'm – prepping for uh oh, yeah. or whatever. like if you're in the youtube chat and you don't follow adam stern on twitter like that is where the breaking news yep. happens yep. that's the first time you hear of so many moving pieces in the sport is adam's the first to break it so i've told him a million times like he is one of the best reporters in that nascar garage week in week out so uh, i was good it was good to hear from him uh and and learn a few things about how this TV deal ends. I think the most interesting to me is, and it seems in the chat here, is the the concept of cable and streaming and that, you know, back and forth tug of war that seems to be going on right now. Right. Um, that to me is, I, I wasn't fully expecting that reaction, but that is, uh, that's interesting to see. Yeah, I mean, it's smart for NASCAR to hedge their bets a little bit and go, okay, well, if cable isn't necessarily going to be around, um, you know, let's make sure that we're on a streaming platform. Uh, for you know, for some, for some intents and purposes, like maybe cable isn't around in ten years. You know, maybe there's maybe it's all streaming. Um, so definitely, definitely smart to kind of dip your toe, like people are saying. So, yeah. Um, so I'm trying to pull up to talk about you know what NASCAR just pulled off. ESPN's F1 deal. I'm reading here the three years reportedly between seventy five and ninety million per year. Wow. ESPN to cover F1. Yeah. And so NASCAR, if my math is correct, is getting almost 10 times that, right? Yeah. 90 million times 10 would be 900 million. Yeah. Yeah. So like more than 10 times what F1 is getting from ESPN. Mm-hmm. You wow. know, the one thing I'm curious about with uh, Amazon is will they just follow what past networks have done with the broadcast or will they get creative, they especially new? with their commercial breaks? I will say I really love their football product. Like when I watch it on Thursday yeah, night, I mean, like, it it's feels really good. Natural. And they also have like, um, it's like that AWS analytics thing where they'll go, this this play, we're going to have our oh, AI dude. look at it and we can tell you whether or not someone's going to blitz or not on this play. Like so the, like looking at like having AI at, at like analyze a car and be like, oh, like we, I bet, I bet our AI could figure out what tire pressure he's running or, add-ons. you know, yeah, all the different things that oh, they yeah. bring to the table. I, I am so excited to watch that. And I wanted to. I wanted to mention, uh, and I see Jeff Coffey's in the chat. It's, well, uh, shut up, he's, Jeff. He's, he, we met him at Ultimate yeah. Experience. One of, uh, I think they've they've been to every single one. 
I think all but one. All but one. All but one. Yeah. So good to see you, Jeff, in in the chat. But um, another, I think, a huge win is that House of Highlights and Bleacher Report yeah. are going to start covering NASCAR. Like I, that is how you get NASCAR. Not that NASCAR isn't in the mainstream, but holy cow, that is going to hit an audience that has not touched that before. Well, and it's think about huge. think about the social media presence like that Amazon yeah. Prime Video has, the House of Highlights has, yes. the Bleacher Report has. Like you know, we're basically covering the entire sports market outside of ESPN. And you know, uh, so Amazon is going to have five races, and Turner is going to have five races. Mm-hmm. You know what five races would be perfect for for one of those people? Ten races. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. He can't help himself. <laughs> uh, I know where you're going. I think I know where you're going. With Teed this. up. A bracket challenge mm. next, in 25. Man, imagine. If Amazon packages Puppy up and does the Denny Hamlin bracket challenge, it's sitting there waiting for well, you. Well, and you know Couldn't what's interesting is, like, we were talking about each network wants their marquee thing, and, like, Fox is not going to give up Daytona so 5. So, should they? NBC wants the playoffs, right? So, it's like you got to find where is that. Where is that thing in the summer so, that right, these two new networks can find? Right now, if the 24th schedule was for 25 when Just this goes same. into effect, Amazon would get Gateway, Sonoma, Iowa, New Hampshire, Nashville. Uh, Turner would get Chicago, Pocono, Brickyard, uh, Richmond, Michigan. That Turner I one would like be really that cool. I feel like that's going to be shake. That's going to shake up. It'll shake up. I think uh, next year, the, if in, and obviously, like, you know, Things will move around a little bit, but I think if they started at Coda and then did Richmond, Martinsville, Texas, and then Talladega, end at Talladega for the bracket challenge, right? I think that would be a really, really good mix of tracks. You have a road course, you have short tracks, and you have a super mm-hmm. speedway um, all in that mix. I don't know if they could move those to June. I'm not sure how that works, but um, yeah, man, it would be so cool to have like an Amazon-backed challenge for the drivers. And then... Put some money on the line. Do something for the drivers. Yeah. Like a free th- you prime have account. the money. Yeah, yeah. Whoever wins the bracket free challenge shipping. gets prime for free for a month. <laughs> well, that's the other yeah. thing we were talking about. People, a lot of people say, you know, we don't have this, uh, you know, streaming service. Amazon Prime is the the most versatile thing to buy into. Well, well you don't I'll even need even Prime. This. You just need to have a Prime Video subscription. And you don't and need the full Amazon. You prime. need it for five weeks. Like. And, yeah. and again, this is this is not the. I don't think Amazon's going into this being like we want people to sign up and cancel after basically two months. But if that's if that is a concern for you, that price point of I think it's ten, eleven dollars a month. I mean, really, you you only need that for two months out of the year. Yeah. So unless you want to watch practice and qualifying. That's Sixteen dollars. Yeah. That, I'm sorry, eighteen dollars, eight yeah. ninety nine. So. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it'll look a little different. It's just like with any sort of change, it's going to be a little weird at first. But by the second year, I think it'll be completely normal and, you know, something that I'm excited to see. And the networks have, in Adam's article, he said that the networks have agreed to cross-promote. So you're going to see towards the end of NBC's run, hey, Prime, Prime, Prime. Right. I mean, Fox. They're going to be, no. Towards the end of and Fox is Fo- yeah, Fox yep. is going to go to Prime, Prime to Turner, Turner yes. to NBC. So they're well. It's, it's 2023. Like, if you can't find where the race is the next week, I don't want to be mean, but that's on you. Well, yeah. and and exactly. And the thing is, Dale Jr. says he said this over and over. He's like, we at NBC root for Fox mm-hmm. 
Because if Fox has a great year, we benefit from that as well. And if we do a good job, Fox is going to have great momentum rolling into the next season. So it's like, like you said, all these networks want the other to succeed. Right. And of any sport, the people covering racing for these networks care about the sport. So they they want it to do well no matter what network yeah. has it. It's not 100%. like basketball or football where some of these, you know, some of these people, racing is more family-oriented where they want it to do well. Yeah, the other thing I want to get into before we kind of wrap up the conversation on this is something we mentioned earlier. Um, who do we think? Oh would yeah, the be booth, the drive, the booth. So there's a couple drivers that come to mind for me to be the ones because we already have uh, next year. It'll be Clint Boyer, Kevin Harvick, right on yep. Fox. Um, so like, what are the new booths? NBC look like? is Jeff and Dale. So the new booths, I could see a guest from the download this year, Jamie McMurray, make mm. you know poking his head into either Turner or Amazon. And the other one that came up into my mind was Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch would be great. Kurt would be one else. I think you go. Well, I was going to say Jamie is with Fox right now. Is he? Oh, he's yeah, on Race he? Hub. Right. He's on Race Fox. Hub. So I don't know. That, that one thing is contracts. And right. Are they willing? But Kurt Busch, putting him on Amazon for those five weeks. You know who's – I mean, I'm going to throw one name out. Danica Patrick. Oh, that's a good one. Like she does – Well, she's she an NBC. Fox. She is an NBC. She's, she's an NBC, NBC employee. She, does she is NBC. Yep. Yeah, but again, I mean, these TV contracts could be moving around. Or, I mean, she's not utilized really in the NBC broadcast or, on NASCAR. So, um, and he still does MRN. Rusty Wallace. Rusty Wallace would be good. Would too. be a great one. Yeah. So some interesting ones. Plus, you don't know. I mean, heck, there could be a driver that a notable enough driver that retires in 2024 that could be a good fit yeah. for that. Booth. I'm willing. Uh, Amazon. Dirty Mo will uh, contract. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll, us three will do it for you guys. <laughs> We're cheap. <laughs> we'll do the Manning cast. <laughs> yeah, I on would Amazon love that. Prime. Yeah. <laughs> um, can we move on to another topic? Sure. From uh, it kind of connects to last. Yeah, when Justin Allgaier was on, he spilled his drink. It was, I mean, it was unfortunate. Unfortunate, but I'm kind of happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you weren't the well, first, first one. First one. Curlin called it a party foul and proceeds to pull out of his wallet a party foul card. Why he carries it? Don't let's not go down that road. There it is. See, look how fast I look at how fast I got that for but you. But where did you pull your wallet from? Front what pocket. pocket. Front pocket. Your front pocket. You got a problem with that? Yeah, I do. Why? Why is that? Because the wallet goes in the back pocket. Not necessarily. No. Oh, double O already commented front pocket. My man. Uh, yeah. So what? You sit on your wallet all the time. I'm sitting on and it right I, now. By the way, I feel like I could pick pickpocket you easier if your wallet's in your back pocket than it well, is. Well, not right now because he's sitting you're not. down. Huh? When are you gonna pickpocket me? I'm just saying you're more susceptible to it. So you keep I'm not n- saying I'm you keep going anything out in it. You keep anything in your back pockets. Uh, if I'm walking around, I keep my phone because I, I could steal your phone. But Why? here's the thing. Because it's just more readily accessed. So wait. Okay, fine. I can steal your phone. All right. I won't even make the pickpocket. All right. I don't care then. I won't even make the pickpocket argument. I won't even make it. That doesn't have to do with anything. You you could easily be pickpocket, front or back. Doesn't matter to me. It's about accessibility. And I, I don't go to my wallet as much as I go to my phone. When I walk around, I put my phone in my back pocket. I can easily take it out and when i sit down i've got nothing in my back pocket sit down i your theories I have, both of you guys are wrong i have no problem both with how i wrong. operate watch, so i don't watch. really care do what you guys think we're gonna do this what like boom yeah well that's his argument for his wallet boom 
both out. Like they're, bo- yeah. they're both out yeah. fast. But I would say it takes. Yeah, thank it takes, you, Dalton. It takes longer to get. You guys out are of the both backpack. making counter uh, counter arguments for each other's own no. arguments. My yeah. argument is it's it's easy to take the phone out of the front pocket. It's easy to take your wallet out of your front pocket. But he says he doesn't use it. His his argument's backwards. You, both of your arguments no. are backwards. You guys it's are both so stupid. I feel like the more secure pocket is the front. I'm not going to use it as much. And so I'm going to keep my wallet and keys in my front pocket because Here's I know I'm not going to go in and Wallet and keys in the out. same pocket? Here's yeah. what I'll say. Are you crazy? Here's mm-hmm. what I'll say. Wallet okay. and keys right pocket. Phone either oh. front left or go rear ahead. left. Go ahead, Dalton. Here's what I'll say. Okay. Uh, first of all, when I'm sitting down, wallet's not anywhere near me. It's on a table. It's on my backpack. It's somewhere else. It's not in my back pocket. I don't like sitting on it in my back pocket. If I'm carrying it somewhere and I'm going out, uh, if I'm wearing a jacket like this, It'll go in my jacket pocket. See, I don't do that. that if, that's risky. If I or it'll go in my front pocket, in my left front pocket. My right front pocket is exclusive for my phone. You can actually see there's outlines on my pants. Some people have skull where, rings. Where, yeah, yeah I have a cell phone ring. So, cell phone ring. Um, and yeah, so I think that you guys are both wrong. Dude, I think I, everything should stay in the. Front I have pocket. to double. Evan says it depends the pants. So like wallet front right pocket while yep. wearing shorts back pocket wearing no. jeans i have to check some i'll be in the car sometimes and i'm like did i grab my wallet and i'm like i have to check you do the pat i have to pat because yeah. i can't feel it i don't feel my wallet the other like right now i can't tell that i have it on well me. maybe you should put it in your front pocket because i can tell you i got my wallet right here the other beautiful but it doesn't thing bother me when i sit is what i'm saying is is there's right there, there's James. there's a wonderful Easy. place where i also keep my wallet where it actually the isn't bank. even on my person and that is my girlfriend's purse and that is the best option of all as you keep it right there. But can we acknowledge purse. that wallet and keys in one pocket is just only an, out of a necessity. Only out of a necessity. Like I like, like my okay. pockets are more than big enough to hold both. If I'm walking around a racetrack, right? Where it's just me, it's just me and my jeans, right? That's it. That's it, man. <laughs> That's a country song. Um I've got my wallet. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, my wallet is wallet and keys are front right. And then the phone can rotate wherever it's wherever it's my phone is always in the right front no wallet keys and phone should always be in the same pocket every time it's a matter of accessibility Uh, like accessibility you act like i don't even know i don't even know why we're having this argument because i genuinely don't care what your guy like i know it works for me that's fine that's fine the person who really took this hard dalton you're good i want to fight travis i'm fine with that i didn't even think about it until you brought it up you put a poll out well, because someone tweeted at me, they're like, front right pocket, and I didn't even know that was an atrocious front thing to right do. Front right is a little weird. All right. Yes, because I can Not do that. Oh. Right? Like, I can do this. Yeah. Same. Okay, well, I guess that's fair. And are you a lefty? No. Oh, uh, well, you're just dumb. That's what you are. <laughs> Unbelievable. It, dude, yeah. it works for me. Like, I have no problems with how I do it. I don't know. You guys are both dumb. Thank you. James agrees. I well, can always count on James, and Double O even has my back. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, my <laughs> girlfriend Jeff, wants us to fight. Jeff is team, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jeff is team Travis. Kaylee, don't can, carry on. Dalton's stuff next time. Make him carry I'll it tell himself. You, that's, hey, that's, Jeff, thank you. That's on the list Dalton. of reasons why I love her. That's in the top five. You know what? Actually, we're the same in a certain way, because I also keep my phone and keys in, in Kaylee's purse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, we take it home over the weekend. He's completely yeah. lost. He has no idea where he's going. 
Yeah, that is so funny. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't. I love arguments like this because I get to see y'all's true colors, and I hate you both a little bit more every day. Man, I hate myself too. <laughs> I'm right though. No, you're not. <clears throat> well, I'm definitely right. I'm putting two things in one pocket. I put two things in one pocket every you guys once in a while. Nuts. Wait, 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 wait. So wait, hold on. Where's the phone go? Front right. Front right. I'm left for me. Front left. You're left-handed. Front left. Yeah. See, this is this is awesome. I get a text from Dale. He's like, uh, he was he wanted to weigh in on the whole thing, and I'm like, where do you keep your phone? And uh, he says it's it's back pocket. So I mean, you can't be sitting on your phone. But I'm yeah. not. I don't. Well, Dale does. Dale also has the he little doesn't. stand on his uh, at his chair. So like when he when he sits down, it makes sense. He's already like, pulling it. When out I'm his walking pocket, around, it it's in my pocket. And before I sit down, I take it out. I put it on the table or wherever it needs to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do that too. Not problem. I I'm could, not doing that. I'm not doing that with my wallet every time because I, I don't want to constantly well, be putting well, my wallet. And you have a memory of a goldfish, and you will places. forget it because you forget true. your water bottle, your sunglasses. The amount of times true. that you've had to walk back into the office to get something when you're trying to leave. You left your lot. sunglasses here the whole time that you were I've in Las like Vegas. I've got like three different pairs of sunglasses, way. and they're all in different places. Yeah. They have different homes. They have di- but that's the point. There are there are sunglasses that live in the car because I know I'm going to need them. I leave them in the car. It's like, I don't have a problem with it. Man. I would oh. love the Rock Fanny Pack. Yeah, uh, that Sterling Marlin one we saw a couple months ago is one I really want. But Or a Dale Earnhardt one, of course. Yeah. Well, um, a merce, a merce. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a merce. It's a satchel. <laughs> Indiana Jones wears one. Yeah. Um. Well, a couple of things I do want to shout out before we kind of wrap up the stream. There's a lot of stuff that went out today, um, and some stuff that might go under the radar if you're not looking out for it. Right now on our Dirty Mo Media YouTube channel, the one that you're all watching, mm-hmm. uh, our dirty, our first ever Dirty Mo Media Yule Log is out. So if you're sitting around at home. If you're opening presents with the family later, if you want to, you know, put some ambiance on the TV, it's got Christmas music, yeah, if it's you got have the a, sound of crackling. If you're having a dinner, yeah, throw it on. Throw that on. It's a beautiful fire. Having, like, having, bring the girlfriend, boyfriend over for a date. Yep. Just yeah. want to talk, have a Set drink and mood. relax. You know, not everybody has a fireplace. And also, it's like, what do you really want on the TV when you're having a conversation or throwing a Christmas party? Do you want, yeah. you know, like, some reruns of... I don't know, some sitcom that what, you don't care about. What's that Christmas story, that awful movie? Don't put that on. That yeah, movie's I'm not crap. A, we'll, we'll talk about movies later. That's a whole nother Dirty Mo Live. And also, the other announcement I want to make is... So wait, did you share what it is? It's actually in the oh, chat. Oh, it's in the link. Um, the, so the it, Yule it is the Yeah, it's the Dirty Mo Media. I did say that. Oh, you did? I did. I you, was reading comments. You pulled an so. Andrew. My um, God. <laughs> so, Dirty Mo Media Yule Log, go check that out. The other thing is, we actually, uh, based on our last Dirty Mo Live... We did the Christmas song draft. There is now a playlist on Spotify mm. of those Christmas songs. Yes. So if you're riding in the car, <laughs> throwing a Christmas party, go ahead and put those on. If you search uh, the best Christmas songs of all time by Dirty Mo Media or go to our social channels, you will find the link to that there. So go save that. Who the hell from our account said way to go, Andrew? Colby did. Yeah. Thank you, Colby. Colby. I Colby's think she was unbiased. making fun of me. She was making fun of me, though. Colby is unbiased. Okay, thank she you. She can be unbiased. No, she's making, she's fun, making of me, fun of me because I wasn't paying attention. Oh, oh so she's commenting. I can I? This get, is a fourth wall Colby, break. can you comment what they're saying and put it in the comments? This so way, I can he'll hear actually them? understand it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and on that playlist includes a special song where all three of us will be singing on it. That's not true at all. That's it's a complete beginning line. Don't lie. Don't lie. Christmas. 
Mike's Alabama playlist will have to make it. We got somebody from Curacao watching. Curacao, yeah, they've been on before. Hunter Gaines Racing Christmas Show. Um, uh, I don't know. Below that draft's coming. Don't worry. I don't know if we will be having um, a Dirty Mo Live Christmas Show. We could probably do one. Uh, But keep your eye out for. A few things to drop on the DBC podcast feed beyond yes. just a Christmas show. Yes, there will be a few. But there will be a DBC Christmas show. Um, but yeah, so we've got When's some... When's the best stuff coming? I don't know. Part of me would think uh, Monday. Monday? That sounds... I would uh, think. I'll have to talk to the guy that schedules the social stuff. Yes, yes. I used to work with him. Really? You don't, you don't mm-hmm. schedule the podcast, though. Yeah, I heard he was a jerk. Well, I mean, that's fair. Just saying. Uh, yeah. Uh, Holly, more off-season Dirty Mo Lives. Does a kangaroo oh. keep its wallet in its <laughs> Or its phone in its fanny pack? Well, I don't know. But. Well, we've... we'll have a kangaroo on. We'll next call time. Him. We'll have call kangaroo Jack. Next time. Yeah. Um, Man. Uh, yeah, so Dirty Mo Lives are coming. Keep an eye out also for our top ten moments of the year on YouTube. Um, we are posting those and um, our top, our best of 23, 2023 social clips. Um, so there's some funny ones. We've hit a few bangers already, and the ones coming down the list later in the month are hilarious. So um, let me hit you with this, just because it's an interesting prompt. We we don't have to we don't have to do a whole discussion on it. Favorite NASCAR game and movie growing up from Nicholas. NASCAR game is NASCAR Thunder 2003. Or maybe 2002, whichever one Dale was on the cover for. Mm-hmm. Played that on my GameCube. My favorite movie is Days of Thunder. Mm. I'd answer, but my I bit my tongue earlier. It's hurting really hard. Oh, Dirt to Daytona was good. Poor Travis. I was eating some poor Laffy Taffy. Travis. The tongue and the Laffy Taffy got. So it I was hurts. always I was a console guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so my video game, I still am convinced this is the best NASCAR video game. Like the physics, everything about it was perfect. It was NASCAR 15. 15 yeah it was like the last one playing. before it went to like the new motorsports regime you're talking whatever. about 2015 yeah nascar 15 i God, love that so game young. i know yeah yeah i was playing nascar I was wor- 2002 i was working <laughs> yeah literally yeah no kidding mm-hmm. yeah dirt to daytona was good um total team control was was a good one nascar 06 i don't know that one yeah see you're just too young um Sorry, all right man well this is fun I think, uh, you know, chat, put something in the, the chat for Andrew to read to say goodbye. Because yeah. that's the only way he's going to pay attention to someone anything. Someone want to give me on. a line? To yeah. Someone someone, 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 give Andrew a, a witty one-liner to sign off the and show And then with. give us a witty one- oh, I'm a witty one. I can't. A witty one-liner to open with oh, there next, for next time. time. Read. Hey, okay. Thank you for joining us today. We appreciate you all. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Dirty Mo Media, for commenting that. Check out Dirty Mo Media on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram.